this is your host Aisha and you're listening to Ash podcast. I'm back with an informative and interesting episode about psychopathy. I hope you guys will find this discussion productive for information. This topic needs to be discussed as this disorder is upsurging with its consequential spillover social fabric. This hidden problem is creating multifaceted issues including many social crimes. There are source of disruptions in the society like abuses that's been increasing over time and is still facing a cruel trend. Mental ailments, especially the ones that remain concealed and looks normal at first, are the crossroads of the heinous crimes. Obsessed patients look for ways for the massive destruction and jealousies pop up with surreptitious illegal ways. I don't say all cases are rooted in psychopathy or all sort of psychopathy emerge into crimes, but still this disorder can cause multidimensional problems and having difficult to get diagnosed, it really can become disastrous. So, it's imperative to understand the term and some of its relevant aspects to know about this unique disorder that differs from other psychological ailments. So, here we go. First of all, we need to understand the term psychopathy. Psychopathy is basically a condition characterized by the absence of empathy and the blunting of other affective states. Callousness, detachment, and a lack of empathy enable psychopaths to be highly manipulative. It is among the most difficult disorders to spot. Psychopaths can appear normal, even charming. Underneath, they lack any semblance of conscience. Their antisocial nature inclines them often to criminality, but obviously not in every case. Brain anatomy, genetics, and a person's environment may all contribute to the development of psychopathic traits, but research is divergent on the confirmation of the exact source. There may be single or a combination of these sources, but in the process of identification, the real difficulty comes, as on the surface, it becomes really difficult to identify this disorder. Some well-researched and identified signs can help us detect. For example, 20-item hair psychopathy checklist can aid in identifying the psychopaths. The checklist was developed in 1970s by the Canadian researcher Robert Hare. Obviously, a true assessment should be conducted by a mental health professional, but these traits can help us detect. The characteristics of the checklist includes glibness or superficial charm, grandiose sense of self-worth, proneness to boredom, pathological lying, manipulativeness, lack of remorse or guilt, shallow effect, that means the reduced emotional responses, callous, lack of empathy this is the most common one as psychopaths really misses out the emotional part it can also include the parasitic lifestyle poor behavioral controls tendency to abuse early behavioral problems lack of realistic long-term goals impulsivity responsibility many short-term marital relationships juvenile delinquency 
failure to accept responsibility for one's own actions means lack of accountability in them, revocation of conditional release, and criminal versatility means that they commit the diverse types of crimes and mostly in the case of the serial killers. As a consequence of these criteria, the image of the psychopath is that of a cold, heartless, inhuman being. Then the question comes in mind. Do all psychopaths show a complete lack of normal emotional capacities and empathy? No. To some extent, they are attached with their families, their relatives, uh, and like healthy people, many psychopaths love their parents, spouse, children, and pets in their own way. But they have difficulty in loving and trusting the rest of the world. But in extreme cases, uh, they lack completely the empathetic part and uh, the emotional uh, development of the brain, that part of the brain that is connected with emotions. And in the case of sufferings, the psychopaths can suffer emotional pain for a variety of reasons. As with anyone else, psychopaths uh, have a deep wish to be loved and cared for. This desire remains frequently unfulfilled. However, because it is obviously not easy for another person to get close to someone with such repellent personality characteristics. Life histories of uh, psychopaths are often characterized by a chaotic family life, lack of parental attention and guidance, parental substance abuse and antisocial behavior, poor relationships, divorce and adverse neighborhoods. These persons may feel that uh, they are the prisoners of their own ideological determination and believe that they had in comparison with the other people fear opportunities or advantages in life. So despite their outward arrogance, psychopaths feel inferior to others and know they are stigmatized by their own behavior. They see the love and friendship others share and feel dejected knowing they will never be a part of it. Psychopathy uh, can begin as early as childhood before the age of 10 and may grow up with the passage of time uh, and result in adult psychopathy. But however, showing psychopathic features in childhood doesn't mean that a person will necessarily become an adult psychopath. And at psychopath age, they are not able to continue their energy-consuming lifestyle and become burned out and depressed while they look back on their restless life full of interpersonal discontentment. Their health starts to deteriorate, starts to deteriorate as uh, the effects of their recklessness accumulate. So ultimately they reach to a point of no return, where they feel they have cut through the last thin connection with the normal world. And they become the violent psychopath as a result. And the hidden suffering, loneliness, and lack of self-esteem are risk factors for violent criminal behavior in psychopaths. Scientists have uh, found statistical associations between psychopathy scores and the violent behavior, as well as the other forms of criminality. Elevated impulsiveness, tendency to def uh, deflect blame, and other antisocial traits may make a psychopath more inclined than other people to cross moral boundaries and threaten, hurt, or kill. Yet, uh, the link between psychopathy and uh, violence is far more from one-to-one. -one. Not all psychopaths are killers, as I already discussed. They are not all criminals, and uh, there are other personality traits, obviously, and forms of pathology aside from psychopathy that may contribute to the aggressive behavior. It's unknown how many psychopaths commit uh, severe acts of violence, 
But according to resources among the convicted killers, more than a quarter could be considered uh, the psychopath. And uh, according to one estimate, psychopathic criminals are more likely to re-offend. But many psychopaths do not have histories of violence, obviously. Here comes another question. That all serial killers are psychopaths? So the answer is, not really. But in many serial killers, the tendency of psychopathy exists in some way or other. So the serial killers mostly exhibit a psychopathic personality showing a lack of empathy for their victims and having no remorse for their crimes. Another interesting question comes in mind from the, what's in the way they brutally perform their crimes, that don't they have any fear of being caught? Different researchers have tried to explore the factor of fear in them and have found that they have a muted fear response to threats, which may make them more likely to engage in risky behaviors. Fearlessness is one of the traits assessed by an alternative psychopathy test called the psychopathic personality inventory. With environmental factors contributing to the disorder that I discussed earlier, there may be genetic factors and functioning of a brain that leads to this ailment. Improper development of uh, the emotional part of the brain and damage to the ventromedial prefrontal cortex or uh, amygdala may impair the ability of uh, a person uh, to em- emotionally empathize with anyone and can result in the violent and aggressive behaviors. Different medications and psychotherapies are available to treat this disorder. But the advanced violent stages are void of full recovery hope and is referred to the legal system. And obviously treatments depend on the stage of its development. The current emerging problems of empathy have some roots in psychopathy. The severity and inhumane treatment with the victim and having a trend of multiple marriages and abusers signify this disorder. Child abuses and non-human treatment and crimes, blood, domestic violence, and ongoing terrorist activities are the clear example of this disease. And the socio-economic spectrum is a leading contributor to this phenomenon in Pakistan. This tendency is higher in men compared with women and is increasing with the dominant role of environmental problems in the country. May Allah protect us from the evils of this devastating ailment. There is a source of multiple destructions if become violent. That's all for today. I hope you guys have found this discussion useful and have learned from this. I'll be back soon with another interesting topic. Stay connected. Be happy and take care of yourself. Bye-bye.